Welcome back aboard Blurred Force One with your boys Mo and Lottie. And this is the Supercast. The Supercast where we talk about all things superhero in our pop culture media. That's movies, TV shows, video games. We talk about the news, do some speculation, all that good nerdy stuff. And before we get into the podcast today, do us a favor, get down there, hit like on this video, or if you are listening to us on a podcasting platform, leave us a, a review, five stars if you think that's what we deserve, but whatever you think, uh, you know, we warrant. So we appreciate that, any of that engagement. And um, also check us out on uh, our, on Twitter, it's uh, at SuperNotFunnyS1 on Twitter. We are also on Instagram, SuperNotFunnyShow, TikTok, uh for whatever reason you want to talk to us there uh hit us up on all the socials we would really like to hear from you uh but anyway uh it's a what a, a weekend uh yeah, superhero things we're we're we got two good superhero shows running we're getting ready for the marvels getting ready for invincible and uh there's uh hollywood sort of starting back up thanks to the writer strike being over but the actors are still on strike hopefully that'll get resolved so we'll get a lot more uh uh, cool stuff on the way but anyway before we talk about all that uh lottie my friend how you doing this evening uh do you have controller thumb uh no <laughs> not yet <laughs> but i know exactly why you asked that yes. yes i have been playing the shit out of spider-man like the shit out of Spider-Man. If it's even an hour a day, I'm playing that motherfucker. <laughs> that's right. Uh, that's actually one of the big things going on in superhero uh, stuff this week. Uh, Spider uh, Sony's uh, Marvel Spider-Man uh, came out uh, last Friday, and people have been uh, going at it uh, for the last you know four four or five days, and lots of. Lots of hot takes on the internet, and we're definitely going to talk about that uh, later on. Uh, but that's so that's your nerdy thing for the week. Uh, uh, my what? Shoot, what did I do nerdy at all? I, I swear I, I do regular people things most of the time. Watching TV, I guess, and working working in the garden as uh, the fall is coming around. I'm trying to feed the family, if you will. Oh, uh, non non nerd related thing, but I'm feeling kind of proud of it. I harvested sweet potatoes for the first time. And it was pitiful, but I don't give a damn. I grew some damn sweet potatoes from a supermarket sweet potato. So there, you know, winning at life. <laughs> uh, other than that, I've been watching the new season of Upload uh, and just uh, trying to not be terrible at Street Fighter. So, uh, But either way, that's not what you guys are here for. You're here for some superhero talk. And uh, we got plenty of that for you this week. We got some good old news items uh, that we're going to cover, like... Uh, Gen V, the the boys spinoff, got some good news uh, this last week. Uh, Deadpool 3 uh, got some not good news this last week. Uh, we heard about uh, James Wan, what his next superhero-related uh, property is going to be that he's going to be working on. And it might surprise you, and that sounds really interesting. Uh, James Gunn, there's a little there's a little tea about uh, James Gunn and his... Uh, his dealings with uh, his co-writer on Guardians of the Galaxy 1. Uh, this is all coming out of, uh, from a book about uh, the MCU and Marvel Studios. Uh, also from that same book, 
talking about something we didn't we had never heard of some friction some uh some conflict between uh kevin feige and uh the now departed victoria alonso and what was that all about and finally we're gonna uh, bring it all home with lottie giving us his review of the uh, uh spider-man 2 so uh lottie plenty to get to you ready to go man yeah i'm ready all right let's hit this uh man dude gen v we i mean we just did our review of of episode uh was it episode five episode six of gen v and we've been reviewing it it's been really it's been really well received like anyone who ever liked the boys likes gen v uh it's just it's it's a really good expansion of that universe and um so good in fact and so well received lottie like i wasn't surprised to hear this but amazon said yep we're, we're doubling up we're gonna get season two for this uh lottie i mean like was there ever any, even a question about this no it wasn't a question i mean the show, like I said, the show is, is I had my fear at the beginning because I was like, oh, no, this might be one of those like teeny, you know, dramas with just superpowers in it. It's like, but no, it is it is actually, a, you know, it is the boys told from another perspective. And I like it. And I actually like how they've added, like I said, and even in the review, they're going adding not they're adding a different complete perspective to the boys of there are people that absolutely despise uh soups and want to see the mass extinction of them. yeah i mean that that's definitely something that's going on in there uh i again i i sort of i look at on on social media and people are just like yeah this is actually really good and even you know i have co-workers and I'm always trying to put them on to like what I think is cool. And a lot of pretty much every one of them watch the boys and they didn't know that this was even a thing. So now that they do know, and they're, they're catching up on it, they're, you know, they're all over it too. So, uh, once again, you know, who, you know, uh, was it Evan Goldberg, Seth Rogen, uh, Eric Kripke, they really, they've just hit, you know, they hit it exactly right. They, they've created something that people really like. And makes a lot of sense that they're doubling down on this, um, especially as as connected to the boys as it's going to be. Because I, I don't know if you heard this. I don't know if you saw this on on uh, social media, but they were saying, like I think Kripke was saying that it's it's a handoff. They're, they're handing the baton to season four of the boys. So this really is a kind of like a uh, you know a chapter three point five of the boys. And so it it everything that's happening in here does matter to the main story so it's brilliant makes sense to me uh and i lottie can you believe though like how is it that how is it that amazon prime is kicking more ass with superhero stuff than marvel than than disney plus is how is that happening or disney plus or max you know the, the dc universe or the marvel universe how is it that they're doing this well, here's the thing. DC uh Amazon Amazon this the pro, so I'm going to start off with DC. What what caused DC not to be doing as well as it should be? It instead of trying to run its own race, 
it just tried to skip the line and catch up to Marvel, which was devastating, caused it to have a bad reputation to the point that DC has put out good shows, but it's taken them so long to get people to watch it. Like, there are still people who are superhero fans that still have not watched Peacemaker and have HBO Max. It's because of the stain that DC has left on themselves, you know. And then we all know about, we've talked about it, why Disney, they, they, they don't even do freaking pilots, so that makes sense. Yeah. Amazon is running its own race. Amazon was like, we're going to create this universe called The Boys. And it did it's doing so well that they're like okay now let's see something called diabolical let's see how they like this oh they liked it okay now you can tell more you they're they're allowing their universe to grow organically instead of trying to force their universe to grow you we we're not getting you got to think about this we're not getting we, we gen v is didn't is not coming out until the boys became like a global thing. Like the boys is now a global thing. They didn't try to get Gen V out when season two was coming out. You know what I mean? Right. Gen V comes out after a whole year after season three came out. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So, and then of course we all know Invincible. You know, Invincible is its is its own great story. And again, let giving the creator time to create his universe you know that we've we got a little bit of a spin-off uh with uh what's her name uh what was the adam, name? Adam, adam eve but the thing about it is i won't really consider that a adam eve thing a spin-off because she's actually is a main character in the boy i mean and i'm the boy in in the invincible universe so i don't really consider that a spin-off so it's like Amazon is just allowing their creators just they're like, hey, you know, we're going to give you time to create and then build your universe. There's no speeding. There's no forcing this massive universe that because if you make a universe too big is it gets hard to keep up with, especially when you start adding like ridiculous stuff to it, because there's going to be characters that will be left behind if you start adding like like the stuff that marvel's going through it is hard to get back to ground level stuff when literally you had a being that erased half the universe you know <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah it, i mean obviously they have they're smaller they you know they're only dealing with right now the boys universe is literally only dealing with two shows invincible's dealing with just one show but they they are strong they are super strong and they are as you know you said they're letting the creators really kind of like build it uh build it up without having all of these expectations and everything on it like no nobody at amazon is is like oh we, we got to get ready for the next movie and we got merchandising and we got you know market there no no one's worried about that they're just trying to put out a prestige show that will compete and let's say let's let's be clear and it's competing quite well with with some of the best things that HBO puts out, you know, so that's their their aim, and and Marvel's aim and DC's aim are a lot different because they've got other things besides creating good movies and good TV shows in mind. So it's yeah, I mean it's pretty apparent. It's just crazy to me, like like literally besides Peacemaker, 
you know, I and I, you know, I love Miss Marvel and everything, but Miss Marvel's not as good as Gen V or <laughs> or the boys. And so, like, it, I, I would love to see that kind of approach taken at Marvel, even though I know it won't, because again, they have other priorities besides just making really great movies and TV. So, either way, good on Gen V. We're glad to see the, uh, you know, the renewal for season two, and man. I can't wait to see what direction they go. So we'll let you guys know uh, more about what season two is all about when we learn more. So uh, speaking of uh, news, as I mentioned in, in kind of the teaser, Deadpool 3, not so good news. Uh, Lottie, will it surprise you at all when I tell you that Deadpool 3 is getting delayed again? Surprise. Big uh surprise. Big surprise. surprise. Big surprise. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's I mean, this was in come on, this was inevitable. We're we're still in the middle. See, no one's talking about it cuz the WGA got their deal, but we're still in the middle of a strike. The the actors are, yeah. are on strike right now. In fact, did you see that uh SAG was like, "Here's some guidelines for what you can dress what you shouldn't shouldn't should not dress up as for uh for Halloween, and they were just like, "Don't be dressing up like your characters, uh, or whatever character you are, because that you're 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 promoting uh, struck work." And that that's what that's where we're at right now. We're at the petty level of uh, of the strike, I suppose. But even though they're they're negotiating, but that means that nothing's being filmed. Nothing. Things are being written. They're being produced, not being filmed though. Uh, so obviously that means that. You know things have got to move so Deadpool's not going to be coming out next May like they said it would Lottie they just they don't even say when it's coming out at all like that it's just to be announced eventually it's coming out um again Lottie is this a surprise and and how do you how do you feel about this this uh this delay 2025 yeah he's <laughs> They should. Uh, you should lead right into Kang Dynasty. There you go. <laughs> 20, Actually, at Kang, this, at, yeah. At this point, you know, Kang is about to get. Yeah, he, he's getting. He's got. He's gonna get. Uh, he's gonna get. Uh, you know, moved back to twenty twenty six probably. <laughs> legit. They're gonna, they're gonna prune. Legit. His, they're pruning his timeline. Legit. We might be forty by the time that's that. That the, we, I might I'm be say, forty you say, and you'll so be fifty. About, we're talking about we. Yeah. I'm, I'm already there. I'm, I'm up in it. I might be forty <laughs> and you'll be fifty. Invincible might finish before <laughs> before we before we get Invincible <laughs> might be finished. Like, season eight of Invincible, the finale, the finale, and finally, let's go ahead and watch Kang Dynasty. <laughs> it, it, I remember like there was this uh, one of my favorite YouTubers, you know Maximilian Dupe. Yeah. Whenever yeah, yeah. we sees like a game comes out and he sees the uh, release date, move that out the way. That game doesn't exist at this <laughs> point. Literally, if I see a release date of 2026 or 2027, man, like, you might as well not even said anything at this point. <laughs> man, it's so Oh, that, that, actually, that, that does remind me, and this like semi but not really related to Deadpool. They're talking about in that that book I was telling you about. 
which I, I should I need to buy that and read that. It's it it really it's it's spilling all the tea about the behind the scenes at Marvel, but whatever. Uh, that apparently at, remember the last uh, was it Comic Con where they announced Fantastic Four and all this other stuff. That apparently yeah. uh, at that Comic Con, both Kathleen Kennedy of Lucasfilm and Kevin Feige of, of Marvel Studios were pressured to uh, supposedly by executives above them to you know m- announce things that they have they were nowhere near ready to start even working on you know remember they were like ooh fantastic 4 right and what's have we heard anything about fantastic 4 besides rumors anything at all though you know what we 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 heard someone got hired a director got hired for fantastic 4 which was Matt Shackman uh who we know from WandaVision um Matt so Matt Shackman was hired but have we heard about who's writing? You know, or is the script done? Uh, is have they cast anybody? Right? They that's that's the thing is they've announced all of these things, Kang Dynasty and Secret Wars and everything. You're right; they may as well be vaporware at this point, as for as much work has been completed on much movement has happened on them. Like we know they're coming, but like we know. How about this? We know that Kang Dynasty and and uh, Secret Wars are coming the same way we know GTA Six is coming. Like yeah. it's yeah, it, it'll be here. We may it may be five, six, seven, eight, nine years from now, but it's coming. It's yeah, it's <laughs> it's coming. <laughs> it's like in in the meantime, play play uh, GTA Online, I guess, for the you know thousandth time or or, or whatever. I don't know. Yes. Listen, there's a meme that I saw where they were like, uh, people were like saying, oh, GTA 6 is going to get uh, announced. Uh, it was basically the meme starts off as a regular person, a regular man's face. But then he was like, it'll get announced on the uh, the 10-year anniversary of GTA uh, 5. The anniversary passed. It will get announced two days after. It shows him put it on cloud makeup. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like he's like no Joe, well it will get released that it will be get talked about at uh game uh games gone games gone is passed <laughs> it's like they're gonna talk about it whatever they feel like talking about it <laughs> that, you at this point us trying to predict games and movies i tell people just let just play what's out and watch what's out right. you just <laughs> it's this it, it, it'll come out when it's ready yeah this i mean which is which is kind of messed up it it basically gives shows like ours a ton of content because we're just like but well, is this the time is this it what's this this random rumor what could this mean i'm like it just means that ain't shit came out yet that's what it means <laughs> <laughs> anyway poor De- poor wade wilson poor ryan Re- well i mean i guess ryan Reynolds is not gonna be poor but you you get what i'm saying yes uh he's he's you know you just gotta gotta wait a little while but that it's all good you know what it's not like we don't have uh plenty of other marvel things going on so hopefully we will hear something uh something good about deadpool uh, I hope before the end of the year, uh, you know, as long as they they resolve this strike uh, soon. Uh, s- s- let's move on to somebody who 
I wasn't expecting to hear about them doing more superhero things. I I saw something earlier. They're like, what's the future of, of Aquaman 3 for James Wan? And I was like, y'all need to be worried about the future of Aquaman 2 and how it's going to fucking bomb. Like, it's going to bomb so fucking hard. That, like, y'all, well, y'all, you, you guys are putting the cart. It's not even putting the cart ahead of the horse. You're putting the cart on another continent from the horse when you talk about Aquaman 3. But whatever. Yeah. Uh that Aquaman 2 is coming up at the at the end of the year. But James Wan already got another superhero franchise uh, sort of in the works. I was very surprised by this. Uh, but James Wan's production company is Atomic Robot, which has a, let me say, has a really fucking cool, like, little uh, animation. It's like a claymation dude in a in a rocket suit with the helmet, and he's fighting, like, you know, this, this monster. It's pretty dope. But either way... Uh, they're going to be doing the live action gargoyles for Disney, which I, okay. I will confess never seen gargoyles, not never seen even one episode of gargoyles. I understand a lot of, you know, nineties kids really liked gargoyles. So I'll accept that it's, I guess it's probably good, uh, but they're making a live action version of it. And James Wan's, uh, atomic monster will be producing, um, and I'm like, okay, dope. I mean, I don't have any particular investment, but I know you're a 90s kid and I know you watched a lot of, you know, cartoons and stuff in the 90s. So I wanted to know, what do you think about this? Are you excited for a, a Gargoyles live action? Was this even your jam back in the day? I love Gargoyles, but here's my thing. Why? And I say why. Wait, wait, wait because... are, you say, are you saying asking Disney why? Are you, are, why are you making it? Wait, is, like, this a, is this a serious question? This is Disney. <laughs> I, oh, oh, Gargoyles live action. I'm being honest, man. I don't think it's going to do as good as Disney think it's going to do. Oh, well, I think that, okay, probably, but... It depends on how much freedom they get to 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 do it. What who who's who's writing on it is my my main question, and because in terms of visually, I don't see why I can't get it together. In fact, it's I, in fact I think it would be dope if they would do practical effects on it, uh, rather rather than CG. But you know how they are. And, and here's the thing: it's not even really the whole thing of how it will look it's the fact that it's i don't gargoyles what gargoyles is a uh what's the word i'm trying to use um it's a cult classic it's not like it's not like one of those things is that was like lion king you know what i mean it's one of those things that if you're going to do it, it should be a Disney Plus thing. It should not well, be well, yes, like a. As far as I know, this okay, is okay, it's Disney. Plus. Plus. Okay, it's Disney okay, Plus okay, okay. Okay, so it's not okay. It's not going to be like a big product. Okay, if it's a Disney Plus show, that's fine. If I thought they were like, I thought it was going to be like a big movie. I'm like, that's not going to do as well as you think. But okay, if it's Disney Plus, oh, that's fine. It's fine. Yeah, I, I mean, I think this is 
Oh, I think it's it's cool that they are, they are just deciding to actually use some other IP that isn't just Marvel or Star Wars, you know. Uh, but oh, yeah. D- Disney Plus actually has been showing a willingness, or at least Disney been sh- showing a willing willingness to give a shot to some of these things, you know, like they did the Willow show, even though it, it you know they can that, but they you know they did a Santa Claus show with Tim Allen last year. Uh, which I heard was good. I just, you know, I couldn't get into it. But uh, they're they're given every all of, they have tons of IP. And let's be honest, we're in a space where they can make the Percy Jackson books into a TV show uh, that apparently has got a pretty good budget. And this is just a bunch of people that are kind of cool looking with you know wings and they they're superheroes and stuff like that. I mean. It fits. It, it ticks all the boxes. So why wouldn't they? Um, and you know, as far as I'm concerned, why not? I'll give it a shot. Like I'm, I'm just that sort of person. If it's gonna be some, some fantasy superhero something or other, I'll probably check it out. So and James Wan being attached is pretty cool too. So I, I, I'm all I'm yeah. for it. Uh, I, he's got a good sensibility, even though Aquaman's gonna bomb. So. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, anyway, I'm sure we'll be getting more information in the coming year. We'll let you guys know more about it uh, when we hear about it. So, moving on from there, uh, let's talk about let's talk about some tea. We're spilling tea today, Lottie. You got your sauce in your cup, uh, your lemon wedges, your sugar cubes, your digestive biscuits, and because uh, I need you to get your teacup, <laughs> put your finger, put your pinky <laughs> finger there. Get ready to for some tea. <laughs> I said digestive biscuits. <laughs> digestive biscuits. <laughs> uh, James. So we all love James Gunn. So let's. I'm prefacing this because this is about some tea about James Gunn, and no, it's not related to tweets, stupid tweets he made 15 years ago or whatever, or his firing. It's about Guardians of the Galaxy 1. We we're all like, man, James Gunn's awesome and Guardians of the Galaxy was awesome and you know, we we're always like, let's just let's call it what it is, dick riding James Gunn. Let's can, can we just admit that? Let's let's <laughs> let's let's be upfront about that. Because this is going to throw some of that into some stark relief. Because he had a co-writer on uh the first Guardians. And I, I didn't know that. Probably because I didn't give give a damn about looking up the IMDb. It was just he's the director, and they said he wrote it, so I let that be that. But no, he had a co-writer on it. And in this book, I keep referencing this book, right? Uh, that's talking about the uh, Marvel Studios and everything like that, and it kind of gets into it. But in the book, uh, a, a guy named Jack uh, Jack Zach Stentz. Who is a who was a uh, you know a screenwriter? He uh, wrote uh, co-wrote Thor and X Men First Class uh, among among other things. He he's a good writer, uh, but he was talking about how uh, a woman named Nicole Perlman uh, felt like that James Gunn was basically you know didn't want to share co-writing credits with her, even though she you know co-wrote the the script basically i imagine she probably wrote the first draft of the script or at least you know wrote 
a draft of the script and a, a good amount of it was used uh, to, to make the movie. And therefore, that means, you know, w with the WGA, that gives you co-writing. And it and it's not even just that. that Lottie, you, you would be surprised, or maybe you wouldn't be surprised, at the amount of, of wrangling and, and feelings, you know, that are attached to where you are credited on the movie. And by that, I mean... When they're rolling credits and they say who produced, who directed, who produced, so so forth and so on, who wrote, that means something. And I understand why because it means money because it's related to you know your contract and your guild and all that stuff. But there's so there this this little quote from the book was very illuminating, uh, and it made me pause for a second because I had to think about like James Gunn as I under, understand him as a person. So anyway, uh, it says uh, she had to knife fight for her credit on Guardians of the Galaxy. Um, he says she, she is probably the preeminent female action tentpole writer now because she was the first woman to have her name on not just a Marvel movie, but on a Marvel movie that people really love. Uh, again, I did not know this because I didn't watch the damn credits for the movie said she threw a party when the movie came out literally called a fuck james gunn party because she had won that very bruising credit arbitration remember what i said they, they fight over that stuff uh <clears throat> said the thing that i'm still angry about and i say this as a fan of james gunn as a director was that he was very clearly uh was selectively leaking stuff to his friends in the fanboy media circles to undermine her credit so, and he ends it by saying, talking about himself, and he says, when Matthew Vaughn, who we talked about last week, but he was the uh, director of X-Men First Class uh, and the Kingsman movies, he says, when Matthew Vaughn decides to have a temper tantrum over the fact that we got screen credit on X-Men First Class, at least he did it under his own name. So, Lottie, they're, basically he's saying that James Gunn tried to push her out, Nicole Perlman out as a credited writer or co-writer of, of the movie and that she fought hard and probably I would imagine with the WGA lawyers on her side to make sure that she was credited on the film as a co-writer of the film and got uh, credited in the, in the credits themselves and made sure she got her money for it and that she he's saying that James Gunn kind of went went around and, and was telling people about it and was trying to make it seem like she was, uh, you know, she didn't deserve it or whatever and that it was all about him. All right, so Lottie, hearing all of that and knowing that, let's just, mm -hmm. again, recalling, we, we're James, James Gunn stands. Then what is this, like, what does this do your your understanding of, of him as a, as a creator and a, and a, because, mind you, I checked. He he was the sole writer on Guardians 2 and 3. So I just want to make make sure you understand that. But that's not on the first one. What? How, how does this make you think about him as, as a creator and, and this whole Hollywood situation and uh, how, he, how he's allegedly handled it? Do you want me to be honest? I want you to keep it 100, my friend. I knew this over a decade ago. 
Oh, so I'm the asshole that's coming up late. Okay. <laughs> Dead ass. I knew about this all the way back in 2015, 16. Really? Dude, knew too. about this. Dead, dead serious. I knew about this like about a decade ago. I knew about I knew about James Gunn. I already know who James Gunn is as a as a director that he's sort of like has that arrogance about him. And I know that he was not the only writer on Guardians of the Galaxy One. And I kind of was like when I saw Guardians of the Galaxy Two, and I heard I saw that they that the person. That I didn't know if it was I didn't know the gender I didn't know it was a woman or a person I just know that James Gunn was the was I read a article about it how James Gunn was the sole writer of Guardians two and I saw Guardians two and I was like makes sense <laughs> <laughs> I was like it's not that good so <laughs> Guardians three is better but. I it's not I'm not shocked. I'm not shocked. I mean, like I said, I I knew about this. So like hearing all of this, being honest with you, I known about this. I didn't know detail for detail, but I know for a fact James Gunn was not the only writer in Guardians One. I knew he became the sole because I saw that he was like promoted or whatever, and he's like the sole writer, director. Everything is going through him in this movie. So I was like, "Oh snap, this movie's about to be good." Then I saw it, and I was like, hmm. <laughs> <laughs> "That is interesting." Like the 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 fall off between the two was was it was you know noticeable, even though I still do like Guardians Two quite a bit. Um, it's just so. This is what I what I want to say about just Hollywood in general. And I, the thing is, I get it. It's dog eat dog out in that bitch. Like you're you're working in an industry that so many other people want to work in and be successful in too. There's a tendent, real tendency to be territorial, or to be threatened by other people, or to just see a few more dollar signs. You know, if you know, and and so. It's just so weird to me, though, because how you can be, how you, how you have to be to be successful or to just, you know, get a leg up over somebody and you have to step over somebody else to do it. And that's exactly why these unions freaking exist. That's why they exist at all. Because I, like I said, I guarantee you this, this woman went to the WGA and was like, hey, they're trying to do this shit to me. I need your, I need lawyers and they and they got it and they went through, through arbitration to, to make sure she got what was hers but it's just like look i'm a big fan of james gunn and this just doesn't sit right with me i don't i, I you know i'll often say if your business model requires you to screw people over then you need to change your business model you know that you should your success shouldn't be predicated on you screwing people over and similarly, can I say this though? Uh-huh. Can, can, can I say this though? From what I have read and what I have seen, James Gunn is a different person than the arrogant. And he even he's talked about this too. I'm sure I'm not I'm not sure if you've seen it, but he has talked about this too. About like, because let's be honest, we're not. James Gunn wasn't fired from Marvel for being a saint. You know what I mean? He's he he did some things to get himself out of Marvel, you know, 
and he he's got he got himself a little bit of redemption tour with DC, and he seems like he is on a better track. I mean, we'll see. I mean, he I don't know how to feel about the Henry Cavill thing still because he just hired a guy that looked just like Henry Cavill, <laughs> but um, uh. I mean, I have a feeling that James Gunn is a better person than he was. Maybe not, like, perfect, but he's definitely a better person from what I've seen than the one, the guy that was working with Marvel. Like, he just is. So I hope he's learned from this mistake because, yeah, that is messed up. Because me, personally, I'm the type of person that if anybody ever helped me to do anything, I'm, like, the first person. Because, like, somebody would be like, oh, you did this by yourself? No. They're like, what? Who? You, you sure? I'm like, no, nah, I'm telling them, no, I did not do this by myself. Someone helped me. I'm not going to sit here and lie and say and try to keep credit from somebody else. Yeah. Because in my opinion, spreading the credit is actually better in the long run. You know what I mean? Dan, just because if you say that you've done everything by yourself, people are going to expect you to do everything by yourself. Yeah. Well, and, and you see what happened I, and I, I just think it's you know if if Hollywood's going to be better we're always talking about Hollywood accounting and people getting screwed over and stuff like that it's only going to be better if everyone tries to actually be better you know yeah. To, you know if you're screwing somebody I, I don't believe that if anyone accidentally screws anyone over um, if you do it's very very uh, happens very uh, you know not very often most of the time when someone gets screwed someone's intentionally doing it so just being better than that like i just think i guess i expect better from james gunn and you know this was years ago you're right things may have changed i just hope that that's true um but like all credit to nicole perlman because that first guardians was dope it's like it's such a great movie and you know i you know i i have much respect for the people that originated that and so now reading this i'm more interested to see like what else has she done what you know i i need to check out what her her you know imdb is looks like uh if she if she was responsible for me getting rocket and and drax and gamora and all that in the first cool i want to know what's up so uh anyway that i just thought that was interesting wanted to just kind of delve into that a little bit uh so moving on we got uh more more tea lottie uh, let me pour you another another steaming cup of this this Marvel tea. Uh, it's 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 coming hot. That dang book, the dang book is putting everything out on Front Street. So you know this all, all the stuff is out. So this is about Victoria Alonso, uh, the recently departed uh, you know vice president of Marvel Studios, and her conflicts with Kevin Feige, friction with Kevin Feige now. We understand that she was fired from Marvel, essentially for, you know, she was a producer on on a movie for some other studio, uh, and they were like, "It's fine if you produce it, but you know, you can't be promoting it." And then she talked about it, promoted it, whatever. That was the supposedly that the reason, but I have to tell you, some of this stuff sounds like well, maybe it was one of the many straws that broke the camel's back, so to speak. So that this uh, more or less says that 
you know, she had friction with Kevin Feige. And one of the things that she had, he had a problem with her about is that, uh, it says, it said, the book says that she broke one of Feige's cardinal rules, which was don't speak out publicly against the company. Now, of course she did. So by calling out Bob Chapek for being, for not saying anything about the Florida, you know, don't say gay, uh, legislation. And eventually, of course, JPEG did say something. But the point is, she she went out and said something uh, against uh, you know against the company because of it. <clears throat> now, um, now, apparently, this rubbed uh, Feige the wrong way, uh, and the book goes on to say that uh, he told her that she had outgrown her role and pushed her to keep her head down and do the work. Um, <laughs> that it. Then he says that later on, that when they were to- when she was told to remove certain you know gay positive representation from the movies, uh, in order to make them okay to to film in other countries where they didn't like that stuff, she refused to do so, even though eventually the VFX did you know or the the editing did remove it, but she didn't want to have anything to do with it. Um. And so, you know, basically, we went for, how many years did we go being like, man, they're a well-oiled machine over there. They just, you know, everyone's working together. The synergy's awesome. Like, Marvel just can't do any wrong. And now this book has been like, nah, bitch, this shit was going on. Shit was going down behind the scenes. That Like, Victoria Alonso and, and Kevin Feige, they didn't sing Kumbaya and eat s'mores together they actually had had some problems with each other and and it even sounds like Fayu is like she's getting a little too big you know head's getting too big uh and she was just like i'm gonna be defiant or whatever so or whatever you want to call it so either way lottie it's a big old preamble the point is all was not uh copacetic over at marvel and victoria alonso's firing probably was a uh, long time coming. So, what do you what do you think? You hear, read all this stuff. What what does this make you think about uh, what's going on at Marvel Studios? Listen, I saw I saw this a mile away when she got fired. I was like, this is BS. Like, I I felt when I saw that she got fired, I was like, I think they've been waiting. They've been like, I it. it I'm, you know, I'm not, I'm into like uh, movies. You're more of a movie buff than I am, but like I compare this to like stuff in like sports. Like, good example. Um, there was a coach at Michigan State this year. He's been losing a lot of games and they owe him a lot of money because they gave him this stupid extension that was like a hundred million dollars. But he's been, but since that extension, he's been sucking. Like his team's been sucking. As soon as allegations came out, oh, suspended, fire. Hey, <laughs> 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 that was the quickest investigation I've ever seen in my life. 
That man was only on investigation for one week, and he was fired. I was like, yeah. I was like, I remember when he got on investigation. Everybody was like, I don't think he's fired. There's not much there to it. I said, this is their excuse to get rid of him. I promise you, that man get a fire. I don't care if that man is innocent. They are gonna fire him. <laughs> it's just, it's the same thing. I'm sure Disney. I knew it when they fired her, and I think I talked about it on the Supercast that. There's something brewing in the background of Disney that they're not talking about right now. But she's no longer working for them, so now she can just talk about as much tea as she wants. And it's true. It was they were not getting along. Right. And I'm sure there's other people. It sounds to me like it sounds to me like people that didn't like her are like, well, she she was doing some shit. Like they're I'm reading it, they're like Remember they were talking about the VFX? She was in charge of VFX and everything and that it was all all on her that why it's a toxic work environment uh so <laughs> i i guess my thing is man are we boy i tell you what all this this i don't want to call it a losing streak but this downward trajectory of equality at at marvel really bringing out you know people are really bring, pulling their knives out and starting to be like oh it's there it's on them it's on them. we're starting to see Underneath this facade, there you know, beside behind this facade, it's like any other studio, and, and maybe maybe in some ways not as good as some other studios in that they've got all of this, you know, this shit going on, you know, not just the yeah. VFX artists, but like these little conflicts between the, the the higher ups and everything, and in spite of all that, and don't even get me started about secret secret invasion. Secret Invasion was such a fucking, a fucking clusterfuck. Of you know, have you have you read about that? You've seen? No, I don't even think I put that on us for us to to talk about. But since we're talking about Marvel Studios and and shit in the bed, it's like I'll I'll say straight up, I didn't really, you know, I liked some aspects of it. But I wasn't a fan of of Secret Invasion. I I think I made that fairly clear when we were talking about it, but. The fucking weird ass, not even weird ass, the toxic ass work environment, uh, the the competing interests, the firing and hiring and firing and all the shit that it's amazing that that fucking show even exists with all this, the the bullshit that was going on behind the scenes and 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 like the cleanup work and the rescue work that they had to do to make it anything at all, and it's just I'm just like. This whole mystique, this myth of, of Marvel Studios being some, you know, creative Shangri-La where they're just firing on all cylinders at all times and they're, they're just all pulling in the same direction and, and trying to make this big shared universe. That shit is crumbling before my eyes, you know? that This, this very idea that Feige is somehow this, you know, guru that's, that's just leading this studio you know in some amazing way turns out the studio is just a regular fucking studio they're just really good at pr that's yeah that's disney for you that it, is disney they, 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 it's, it's their the whole thing it's like it's like the castle at disney world it looks good from afar but when you get up close you're like this shit is like this shit ain't <laughs> this shit ain't real <laughs> you you see that bitch from the parking lot, you like, damn, that is impressive. You get up on him like 
is this a is this a townhouse? What is what is this thing? Anyway, if you've never been to Disney World, you don't know what I'm talking about. But trust me, just if you want to maintain the illusion, don't walk too close to it. I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> it's, just, it's just crazy. Anyway, it's interesting. I'm I'm telling you, I might have to get this book. I really I'm you know I I've been enjoying this tea right now. I need to get all all the tea. So. Anyway, uh, we get more information. We get more tea, if you will. We'll let you guys know uh, what we think about it. Uh, so we we come to the main event uh, of of this episode. Lottie, our resident gamer, like our hardcore gamer, uh, knows knows pretty much everything that's going on in, in video gaming that there is. And dare I say. Sony Stan, Sony fan. I want well fanboy. That's not fair. Stan seems like a better thing. Uh, 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 appreciator of all things Sony. Uh, do you still have that Sony uh, monitor? That looks that looks like a, uh, a Vita. <laughs> looks like a Vita. Yeah, yeah, I still have it. Yeah. <laughs> My dog is is he's he's big into Sony, and so uh, I guess I mentioned before uh, the Spider Man Two dropped last Friday. And of course, he he dove, you know, straight into it, webbed, you know, webs and all, and and just got his got his uh, his web sling on. So Lottie, uh, God, man, tell us what's up, man. Is it good or is it a broken piece of junk? Like I keep seeing on on uh, social media with people having bugs and all this other stuff, or complaining about web slinging. Or complaining about not being able to go into the subway, or just let 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 us know what's the real deal. All those people complaining about the game, I'm gonna tell you right now, those are Xbox fanboys who actually don't own the game. They're just sharing clips of people reporting bugs. Cause yeah, it's the game had a few bugs. The game crashed on me one time, one time. And here's the thing. I'm just going to call absolute BS on everybody who says this game is broken. I don't give a fuck who you are. 100% of the time. Every game is going to crash. Every single game ever created will crash. Like I'm hearing they're like the game crashed. I'm like. Every game I've ever played in my life has crashed on me. Mario has crashed on me. Mario's the golden. I've played Mario games that have crashed on me. Every game, there's a situation that can happen that can crash. Whoop-de-doo. Crashed one time. But besides all the hating fanboys who are just because it. First of all, let me get this out of the way. I just want to say this. If you're a fanboy listening to this, you're 30 years old. Grow up. It's not. Some the 2000s anymore. Some of them could be 12. <laughs> no, no, it's not. This, it. I want it. These are grown ass. I'm telling you, there's no such thing as fanboys in Gen Z and Gen Alpha. It's 30 to 40 year old men that are freaking weird. Wait, I'm telling kids don't give a are. fuck about what council they're playing. It, yeah. it, let's be kids. Don't does your daughter, your daughter plays. Does she care? You're like my friend has a son. He doesn't care what he plays on. My brother's uh 
daughter-in-law. She's 13. She doesn't give a damn. She just wants to play games. It's a, it's literally 30, 40-year-old men who are on the internet terminally still on this shit that we were all the way back in 2006. Get oh, yeah, oh Jesus. It's just like why? But besides that, we're actually talking about Spider-Man. Spider-Man, this Spider-Man game is the greatest adaptation of Spider-Man ever made. I'm going to stand on that. There has never been anything I have witnessed Spider-Man ever that is better than this than this game. Not even the original Spider-Man 2 that everyone raved over back in the day. Blows this game out the water. Everything, the movies, the TV shows, anything that has Spider-Man's name on it, this is better than all of it in every single aspect. Hold on, hold on. Not just... Hold on now. Not even across the Spider-Verse? Better. That's a, those are some strong words, my friend. You got you better back it's, that it's, up. <laughs> it's 100% better. The story is better. The acting is better. Everything about this game is better than anything Spider-Man related that has ever came out. I will stand on that. And I'm not the only one that feels that way. There are multiple. Anthony will tell you the same thing. My brother will tell you the same thing. My friend John, everybody who has played this game will tell you there is nothing Spider-Man that has ever came out that is even in the same. It's it's so far and beyond better. It's like it's hard for me to explain how because I don't want to ruin it. The story is so it is. I've never seen a story that is showing that even though there are two Spider-Man, they are still struggling. It's showing who what because because you know not to really ruin it at the end of spider-man one someone close to peter passed away you know and he's dealing with it in this game and of course we all know miles we all know miles dad died in the first game too so he's dealing with that as well there's a lot of things going on in the story that is just so good how they have to balance their lives because in this game it's it's this game is three years into the future from the original game. Miles is 18, about to go to college. Peter is a grown man trying to get a job. Always Miles trying to get is, a job. <laughs> but this time he has nothing like, like he doesn't have any university or anything to back him up. Like he actually has to get a job to pay bills. I kind of don't want to tell you why he has to get, like he legitimately needs a high paying job. I kind of don't want to say why because it will ruin Spider-Man One for you. Mm -hmm. But um, why he has he just, to get. You should just go ask Doctor Strange to do a uh, do a, a a spell for him. <laughs> In this universe, the Avengers, I think, are dead. <clears throat> are they? Well, okay. I think in this. I think in this universe, the Avengers are dead because he kind of he kind of referenced them. Because he like looks at a picture of Avenger Tower and he says, "I missed them." I think they're dead. I think or, they're dead, or at least in the there, or at least uh, off planet or something or whatever. They yeah, they're out. like gone. They're not. They're not around. Because Avengers Tower is in New York, but it seems like they're they're either dead or they're gone 
or they like disbanded or something. So um, this just game, man, the web swinging is just snappy. It's just perfect. They added web wings into this game, right? Mm-hmm. Um, Miles and Peter are playable, are both playable. You can switch between the two, and they they randomly generate in the in the city. Like you can be swinging around as Peter, and you can bump into Miles. Right. Like, like they like, or you could be stopping crime, and Miles can just pop up out of nowhere and help you. Yeah. Same thing, vice versa. If you're playing as Miles, it is so good. And there's other heroes that you meet in the game that also begin to randomly generate as well. Um, just man, I, I, I it, you have to experience the game to truly understand that there is nothing Spider-Man related better than that like it's the first game was good the story of the first game i will say was all right but i will take the movie story over the the video game story this one it's like a somniac was like say less they went over to like marvel and the uh uh uh, sony part of who made the spider-man movies took notes and said all right we got you and they came they've come they've come up so far a banger storyline and i'm like invested i am invested like i like i like this is the this is one of those few games that i'm like like one of my friends sent me a clip of the game and i got mad i said how dare you they're like what i said you bought to spoil the game for me no i've put everything spider-man 2 related on ignore if you if the video of Spider-Man is put up by one of my uh people I subscribe to on YouTube, I won't see it until I put Spider-Man off ignore. I told Google, I am not interested in Spider-Man 2. <laughs> but the funny thing is, Google, he is interested in Spider-Man 2. That's the thing. <laughs> exactly. Because I don't want <clears throat> I do not want to be spoiled. I am loving this game. I give this game a 10 out of 10. 10 out of 10. It's the best Spider-Man. It's at 10 out of 10, no notes. Yeah, it's it's a 10 out of 10. You, If you're w- listening to this or watching this, please, please, if you have, because you need a PS5. It's not on PS4, unfortunately. And you'll see why it, it, you need a PS5 to play this game. Just, there's no way. Some people say it could be played on. No, no. It can't be played on a PS4. It has to be on a PS5. If you have a PS5, Get this game. You will not be disappointed. It's a great game. Great experience. The web swinging, if you want to feel like Spider-Man, it's all there. I'm playing the game on the hardest difficulty because I believe game developers develop games. The hard difficulty is the experience that they want you to have. You know what I mean? That's usually like I that's how I view developers because hard now is normal back in the day you know what i mean right it's not like how it was like when we were young hard difficulty was like almost impossible like there's only a few games nowadays like doom where the hard mode on doom is just it's a gimmick like night like uh the hardest difficulty on doom is called ultra nightmare if you die you got to start the game over (laughs) (laughs) that's the way it should be here here too Spider-Man doesn't get a, he doesn't have nine lives. He's not Black Cat. 
<clears throat> By the way, I've watched some people on YouTube. Uh, not YouTube. I saw some clips of people who took off swim assist to see how hard. <laughs> them. And they're like crashing into buildings, dying. I, like, love, oh I love that. I, I, was, I was like... <laughs> I was like, it's just he's just getting slammed into the into the pavement and the walls and stuff like that. It's so good. It's it's like it's like they're playing. It's like they're like they've been playing around. Like, man, I'm good at this. I can like when you're playing Mario Kart, you turn the driver the the steering assist off. So then you're like, what the hell? Why am I why am I drifting all the way into into this sand dune? Yeah, it's. Yeah. it's I thought that was funny. I to be honest, it looks. I mean, look. I love Spider-Man. I thought the first one was really good. I have not played Miles Morales. Um, this looks like, I don't want to say more of the same. That's not, I don't feel like that's fair. It's like saying, oh, the, um, you know, the Batman Arkham games are more of the same. Yeah, I mean, it's the, it's the same general principle, but they are, at, they're telling a different story and there's more, they're, in, you know, increasing uh, different aspects of the gameplay. So it's not the same. <clears throat> It looks really good. I've thoroughly enjoyed the discourse on online with with people desperately trying to find something wrong with it, and everyone I, else I and everyone else being it. like, "Why?" Everyone else being like, "What are you talking about? Why?" Are you? They're like, "Oh, I thought this was open world, but you can't go into the subway." I'm like, "The fuck you want to go in the subway for?" Like, I don't. What's what's the point of that? Like just play the game. Like or, I just or, or they're like, oh, I was riding this bicycle and it, it had a weird glitch. That's because, yes, it's true. They could have spent a lot of time making sure that that bike works every single place on the map. Or here's just it's just a weird thought here. They could just focus on Spidey, making sure that Spidey does what he's supposed to do, and not you know what's I've never seen Spider Man do ever in a comic book ever 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 is ride a fucking bicycle exactly like why would you know like that's the thing like of all the things to be worried about in the game you're worried about a side mission that you only do like once or twice like come on man <laughs> it is not it's the things that are supposed to be polished in the game are polished like it is they're tr it, it, it's just this stupid hate and, it, and and here's the thing it's it's because the reason why they do not they're trying to poke holes at the game because you know Xbox had their big release earlier this year called Starfield but Starfield when it came out it was limited to only no matter what on your X even if you have the Xbox uh Series X it is limited to 30 fps Spider-Man you can play it all the way up to 120 FPS. They see that and they're like, "No, it has to be broken." They, you know what I mean? Yeah. It, it's, but it's not. Well, there's other silly, like other silly stuff that people. Someone was like, "I thought this is a Spider-Man game. Why am I playing as this as Miles' girlfriend or something like that?" And I'm just like, "You never played Quick Time Events." starring other people in, in in the main character's game like what the what is this what is this discourse like i like just what, trying what, to hate what it, what it man. I'm, I'm trying to figure this out like have you motherfucker like i'm not a big gamer you know i'm not but i played i played some games not played many games starring a person in which you take control of a different person for a little while yeah. why is this this isn't controversial you're bitching about something stupid. Like, it, 
it's it's like i said man it's it's like i was just saying earlier these are grown men these are not kids man like babies. this would be different if these were kids like i'll say if these were like thir 13 to 15, you know 18 year old people i'll be like yeah they're young they're just stupid these are grown men who are mad that you're enjoying something what and wasn't somebody i saw something else which is a stupid trash take talking about how every every character in this all these female characters in there and hate to be fap worthy and i'm like what the fuck is wrong with you what are you They're why are weird, you playing Remember, what do i always say now i i get why nerds why we were beaten up and, and stuffed in lockers because i if that's the, the sort of bullshit that that passes as discourse yeah you, you need to get your you need to get a atomic wedgie and your and your exactly. lunch money stolen shut the hell up with that dumb shit if it, look we, we live in a world where you can find porn very easily why the fuck are you worrying about whether or not the mary jane model and spider-man 2 is something you want to pull your dick out to like what is wrong with you I, it's it's so crazy because like uh i was um i just posted on like i can't remember it was x or facebook or something and i just posted that like i can't you, you wait twitter whatever twitter <laughs> i'm like i cannot wait to play spider-man 2 it was the day of like i'm at work and i'm like i can't wait to get home to it bro i got like 10 comments saying Oh, you, you PlayStation fanboy, you're about to play a broken game. You already see how many glitches are in it. Just like, bro, this is not, I didn't even, I'm, why are you mad? I just said, I can't wait. I'm not saying, oh, it's, you know, I'm not one of those people that are like, these placed because there are PlayStation fanboys out there that are like, oh, xbox uh, players can't play this game i didn't say that i just said i cannot wait to play the game why are you attacking me like leave me alone man i just want to play the game and enjoy it i'm not rubbing it in anybody's face it's just it is uh, it's like you said the the fact that people want every single woman to look like a 10 out of 10 i remember when horizon forbidden west came out and they showed aloy as she's grown older because now she's quote-unquote legal <laughs> that she's not like this drop-dead gorgeous woman they were so fucking mad and it was just like oh my god i'm like aloy looks like a regular caucasian woman who has an athletic body like she looks like a she like in my opinion aloy is a nine or a ten because yeah she might not be freaking kim kardashian in the face but she got like a track star's body like but just because she doesn't look like a porn star in the face it's just like and they were and there were people literally putting up edits of her with like makeup and shit on and i'm like she's a huntress running through the jungle from robots why would she have makeup on yeah <laughs> Like I, people, like I said, like I said, I understand why we got beat up and stuffed in lockers. Like, yep. there, there you go. I and not only that, I agree with it. <laughs> it sounds like this is cool, though. How 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 far into the game are you? I'm about ten, twelve hours, but I'm I'm, 
I'm playing every single side mission. Oh, so you I, got you got a you got a hot minute. Well, you know what? We're gonna have to come back and check with you next week, see where you are, how far, how close to one hundred percenting you are. Uh, oh yeah, because I am definitely one hundred percent in this game. Yeah, that's we'll, happening. We'll definitely check back. But you said ten out of ten, so that sounds good. Uh, I wish I could uh, give you my score, but I will not be owning a PlayStation Five anytime soon. So, well, I'll just you'll just have to take my word for it that nerds on the internet are fucking weirdos so (laughs) (laughs) so anyway uh that's all that's all of our news for this week uh but uh maybe we missed something maybe had something uh to add or uh to disagree with us about whatever the case may be get down to the comment section leave your thoughts there and of course you can always hit us up super not funny show at gmail.com or at super not funny s1 on twitter while you're down there do us a favor Hit like on this video, subscribe to the channel, hit that notification bell. All that good stuff helps uh, to grow the channel so that more people can see these videos, podcasts, all of that good stuff. And uh, we do appreciate you there. And also, if you're listening to us on a podcasting platform, you know what to do. Go over and uh, give us a review. And, uh, you know, five stars will be dope. But, you know, whatever you think we deserve, we appreciate it all the same. And of course, I can't do this without, uh, you know, without the my good friend Lottie, because uh, you know he's the video game guru, and uh, we need to know what he thinks about uh, Spider Man. So, Lottie, uh, where can they reach you on social media? Oh yeah, you can always find me on my YouTube page, which is YouTube and Instagram, which is uh, Anukinihun. It's A N U K I N I H U N. It's A N U K I N I H U N. Uh, I am dropping more and more content. I released a uh, animation not too long ago, and I am working on another one and adding just more like character designs onto my Instagram and YouTube. So check that out. Yeah, you guys go over there, show Lottie some love. You know, hit like on everything. Subscri- you know, subscribe, join, all, all that stuff. You know what to do. And uh, do it, you know, show us some love on our socials, too. You know, we, we're on TikTok, uh, Instagram, threads, just just all over the place. Uh, and if, if you can, help me understand how the hell to do things with TikTok. That'd be cool, too. So, <laughs> uh, Either way, this, this has been uh, episode 124 of the Supercast. Uh, had a lot of fun today. Uh, but next week, we've got plenty more superhero stuff to talk about uh, as Gen V come, uh, you know, gets closer to the end, as uh, Loki gets closer to its end, uh, and as we get closer to the Marvels and Invincible Season 2. So, looking forward to all of that. Uh, but until then, I've been Mo, your commentary extraordinaire on all things pop culture, joined by the anime expert, video game designer, and lover of all things superhero, my good friend Lottie. And we'll see you guys on the other side of the thread. Peace. Peace.